Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? I have been thinking a lot lately about comparison. It's weird how when you have two kids, everything gets compared. And it, it no matter how hard you try. So, okay, let me get back into some backstory here. So I am from a house of two boys. When you're in a house of two boys, you I'm the youngest. So I always felt like I was like living in my older brother's shadow, things like that. Because I was always being compared to him. And if you think about it, us humans, we only understand things by comparison. We understand that this is something because it is not something else. We compare it to what we know. And so when you have a first child, you usually have a little bit of time in between. You know, if you have twins right off the bat, you're not going to have this problem. I mean, you're still going to have that problem, actually. You're still going to compare behaviors. But really, I mean, once you have... The, the, the more standard family is, you know, maybe a year or a couple of years between kids. Once you have kind of like developed a routine, you get comfortable with your first kid and you add your second kid in, you almost always, you're understanding your relationship with your second kid based on the experience you had with your first kid. And then also based on your experience as a kid. So you have kind of like these multiple layers of comparison. And I've just been really thinking about how comparison sucks. Comparison sucks really bad. I mean, it is really the thief of joy. It There's not a whole lot of benefit to it, really, when you're comparing someone else. Okay, like if you're comparing... The, the one comparison I think that is beneficial, and it's probably the only comparison that's beneficial would be comparing yourself now to who you were before because that's how you gauge progress. And so that's really not kind of a comparison. That's really more of a, a progression. But that's the one per, one comparison I think is beneficial. After that, it's not beneficial at all. It, it just takes, it just makes you unhappy and it takes away other people's happiness too. So Uh, One of the things that being a second child, I've been really, really cognizant of is making sure that we're not comparing my youngest daughter to my oldest daughter all the time. But it's so hard because our, our knowledge, our understanding is all based on our previous experience. And so we're always like, you did, oh, you know, you wrote your letters, you wrote an A. Oh, that's very good. You're right. Your older sister wrote her letters early too. You know, even if it's good, you know, like we, we think that, oh, yeah, you did a great job writing your letters. Your sister also did a great job writing her letters when she was your age. We're like, hey, we're comparing you to somebody that we think is good. And so we we think that that's praise. But what the child hears is that, oh, so I'm still not going to be good enough to, to be recognized on my own. I, I'm still only, I'm still trying to be as good as my older sister is is just built into our programming it's what we do it's what we know and so we don't take the time to to think you know like what 
is my my kid hearing when I say these things? Is she hearing you're doing a good job? Or is she hearing that you are competing with your older sister? Does that make sense? You know, like, what are they hearing when we say these things? And, and being a second child and being so cognizant of it, like, hyper vigilant and I was always committed we're never gonna do these things these you know because I was done for me and I hated it It sucked so we're not gonna do this guess who was doing it me because that's that's what you do you you compare your old job your new job to your old job your um I don't know what else to compare (laughs) Your, your old house to your new house you know like there's all these things you always compare the current thing to the thing that you had before, because that's your foundation. That's your basis of understanding, because we understand things in comparison. What we need to do is be able to transition from that that point of comparison and learn to experience it new with them, because our kid is not a, a comparison. She's not a piece of data, right? She's an individual. She is a, a child of God. She's different. She's unique. And we're not going to understand her by negation, by comparison to something else. We need to experience our kids, like experience them wholly so that we know them, not that we know them in comparison to someone else, right? Because if you think about it, if you're constantly understanding your child in comparison to someone else, then you don't really know your child. You know who you're comparing them to. So if you're constantly comparing child two to child one, you don't actually know child two. You know child one, and then you know what child two is not. That's not the same as knowing who your child, knowing who child two is. All right, that's different. You have to know them, experience them uniquely, individually as themselves, which is really, really really hard. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away the fact that it's super difficult to do this because I mean, life gets busy and it gets hectic and it's hard to do that because once you have multiple people, like one, I noticed a transition when we went from a family of three to a family of four, we became much more of a group than a, a gathering of individuals. So like we had a family unit instead of two parents and a kid, if that makes sense. And so you can kind of lump the kids together in a group and the adults together in a group and you can treat them, you know, at both kids as children instead of as child one, child two. And so when you kind of lump them together, then you get comparisons and you get generalizations and and stereotypes and all of these things that you're working off of and, and you're removing the individuality of that kid. And I think that's damaging. I, I think it hurts them. I really do because it hurt me in reality. And they're going to carry that. You know, that's the one downside. They're going to carry that forever. So that's inside the family comparison, which is really bad. The other one is outside the family comparison. Don't compare your kids to other kids. You know, don't be like, oh, that kid's a little snot. I'm sure glad you don't act like that. Right? That's not That's not helping. You know, or... You know, that kid is really good. I wish you could behave like that. You know, like anytime you're setting standards that are outside of this kid, they're they're feeling like they themselves are not good enough. That's not to say that we shouldn't have standards for behavior. 
We should. There should absolutely be standards for, for behavior and accountability and uh, and punishment when those behaviors are not being done. But they shouldn't be based on someone else, right? There should be a, a higher level, a higher vision on which our behavior is modeled after. So my family, we're a Christian family. We use Christ as our model, right? So So our behavior is not just because dad said so or we're trying to please the Robinsons across the street. We're trying to be better than them, which again, if you, if you do these constantly comparing them to outside sources, they are going to continue to compare themselves to outside sources. And they're never going to find happiness within themselves because they're going to require the outside recognition to validate themselves. So one, it causes an internal problem. So comparing them to outside things constantly is going to cause them to constantly compare themselves to outside sources and not be able to be happy themselves. But then also, it's not sustainable, right? Because no matter what, there's going to be a situation in which your kid's the good kid, and then there's going to be another situation where your kid's the turd. The environments change constantly. And so by setting that up as the standard, we're not going to be able to adapt with the different circumstances, it's just going to be this constant fluctuating. There's no consistency to build on. And so that's why we need that higher vision to that higher model to build our morality, our ethics, our behavior after so that we're not constantly comparing to different people that's fluctuating in, in the, you know, the ebb and flow of the world, shifting sands. There's a rock, a solid rock that we're compared against to and that we can move towards, drive towards and progress, right? So the goal is not comparison. The goal is progress. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.